Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. I have some random mom thoughts for you today, some celebrations, some venting, because real life, baby, let's go. So first and foremost, some of you may have already seen, we graduated OT. And I say we because, yes, technically Carmen was in OT as the patient for the last 16, 17 months, but y'all, I brought her there every time. I learned right along with her, and so I feel like it's a celebration that we can put out there together and that we celebrated together. And I know so many of you already know the story of why we were in OT, but I just want to celebrate with you And I also just want to let you know that if you're in a state where you think OT could be beneficial, then please don't hesitate to do it. Uh, I know that it is definitely a huge time commitment. It is a financial commitment. And I have zero regrets over both of those things. Um, We definitely waited till she hit rock bottom to get help. But she went from like, I didn't even think that she would need help. Actually, our oldest two started therapy in March of 2020, virtually, obviously. And we joked like, well, Carmen's going to be the one who's going to get by without it. But honestly, she has miserable anxiety sometimes, just debilitating. And um, what was I I saying? Why did I tell you that? Um, We thought she didn't need therapy but she in fact needed it the most and uh oh oh so she went from like kind of non-existent no not non-existent it was just occasionally there between her sensory sensitivities and I said that really really proper sensitivities and her anxiety it just spiraled from like zero to a hundred okay not quite zero but you know like barely there to a hundred in a matter of a week. Like it's, we were blindsided and it was such a godsend (laughs) to be able to get the help we needed. And I'm not sure that we would have gotten professional help if she hadn't spiraled downward. However, my oldest two never reached like rock rock bottom we just saw things in them that we knew that they could use some professional help my oldest really struggled with sleeping she had a lot of anxieties at night Uh, my middle has anxiety and she's just like her daddy and he didn't get professional help until he was almost 30 and we didn't want that for her and she will need help her whole life and so we knew that the sooner the better so anyway I know, however, (laughs) that there is a huge time commitment 
there is this just unknown of what are the first steps, especially if it's your first time, right, with any of your kids getting that help. And honestly, for Carmen, it was like, what what am I doing? I don't know. I don't know how to do this. And I just just proceeded on anyway. I reached out to teachers and to our doctor and to other moms and the community of moms that helped me through the last year and a half. I'm just so grateful to have had them. And so if you don't have somebody and you're just, you're unsure if your child needs additional help, please don't hesitate to reach out. Even if we're not best friends, even if you only follow me on Instagram and I don't really know you, I would love to hear from you and help you because there's a one mom in particular that I'm thinking of that helped me so much. And she was really just an acquaintance of mine. Like we aren't close friends um, or anything like that, but she could just relate to a lot of the stuff that I was going through with Carmen when we were just in it deep. And she is out of that stage now. Her daughter's a little bit older, has gone through OT, has really made huge progress. And she encouraged me so often and gave me hope that we were going to come out on the other side and things were going to be easier and, may, and not perfect. You know, nobody expects perfect and, and we're not at a perfect stage even though we're past graduation. But... For example, uh, last week we were getting ready for school. She was in my bathroom brushing her hair and I don't know, she was mad about something, probably the way her pants felt. I'm not sure, but she had a hairbrush in her hand and she was brushing her hair and all of a sudden she got really rough with herself brushing it and then she threw the brush and I knew in that moment to just grab her and wrap her up in a bear hug. She needed that sensory output of me just squeezing her tight And she just melted into her arms. I could just feel the frustration leave her and it just like melted away and she cried and I hugged her and then we were able to move forward. A year and a half ago, I'm not sure that's what I would have done. I probably would have just said, what are you doing? Why are you throwing that brush? You know, and gotten a lot more frustrated. But because I understand more of what she needed through the OT process, I'm able to help her so much more now than I was able to before. She is also able to help herself so much more than she used to be able to, even just like getting dressed and some of those sensory things. She is able to move on so much faster because they worked on a lot of those sensory things at OT. And some people ask me, what do they even do at OT? And a lot of times it's just, you know, based per kid. So in particular, things that Carmen worked on were her anxiety and her sensory processing things. Also things like they evaluate her for like strength and balance. They also process, you know, where she's at on her motor skills. And anyway, so they gave the evaluation at the beginning. There are certain things. We made goals. They worked on them. And then like, for example, so she had started in June and the following winter, she had a huge setback because she grew out of clothes and we had to find new clothes and it was it was not great. Uh, and so we worked a lot through that, but then she had anxieties about, you know, this or that. And so the goals kind of changed as we went. But at OT, she would always brush her teeth, brush her hair, 
they worked on tying shoes. They worked on different core strengthening things. They have different swings and things there that are sensory processing for them. Like they can sit in a swing and, and move back and forth. Or there's different materials there that they can roll around on and things like that. There are other kids there at the same time as her. And so sometimes it's that working together kind of skills or giving our friend a turn first, being flexible because she wasn't always flexible and she's still not because we're all not flexible at times. Um, and so they anyway, they work on some of those social skills with the other kids that are there. Uh, they did go through some of like safety stuff too and it depends how old your kid is, but they just made sure she knew her address and mom's phone number and things like that. Lots of different tools for her anxiety and when her emotions get big. So there's the different colored zones. So if she gets into the yellow zone, how can she stay out of the red zone? Um, Lots and lots of tools for that. What she can do when she's angry um, and, and how we can change our house to make that a better place for her to be able to have her feelings There have been times where she just, I really struggled to get her out of bed and ready for school on time, which would lead to fights because we'd be late for school. And so, you know, learning different morning routine ideas through OT, just, I mean, so many different things based on my need. And it was just, I cannot say it enough that this has been such a huge blessing for us. And if your child has any sort of need it is worth a conversation with your physician to get a referral for evaluation he or she may or may not qualify but I will also tell you that if they do there is a wait for them to get in because this is a need and there is not an abundance of occupational therapy clinics that have openings and so don't wait until he or she hits rock bottom again I am always always happy to have a conversation with you about this Uh, or just be a resource that I will listen Uh, I can encourage you and I don't have to give you advice by the way like I don't always want that advice right sometimes you just want someone to vent to that understands you and sees you so anyway of course always think about if you need that actual help reaching out to a teacher to see what her thoughts are his thoughts are on any sort of school help that she could get or he could get um, and then your doctor as well and if you have other mamas I mean just know you're not alone okay that was a lot longer of a thought than I expected it to be but it's a big deal it is a big deal in our life right now another thought that I have is um, recently I've just had some experiences with my kids reminding me how much I love that they're getting bigger so Monday nights used to be mine and Clay's date nights and now we have switched it up uh, because Monday became mine and Sylvia's nights she has her violin lesson in Minneapolis which is like 50 minutes from us is where her teacher lives and then we drive 20 minutes to her orchestra rehearsal and then we drive another 50 minutes home And yeah, that sounds crazy. I know. I get it. But we wanted to have this opportunity for her and to continue her private lessons. She's been playing violin for over six years now. And she is loving orchestra. And anyway, we have made our Monday night trips just our night. And I look forward to them so much. And 
I miss my, my Monday nights with my husband. We are good about making sure we get at least one night together a week and we just look at the calendar every week and we're like, okay, we're doing this night. Um, but I also have just really enjoyed my time with her. Like it's just little silly things that I know, I know we're going to look back on and be like, that was fun or that is a fond memory. So there's just a few random things and I don't know, things to think about as your kids get bigger that you can do too. And when you're running them around to their activities, just things like, um, (laughs) this is silly, but it's just something we do and we giggle about. We look for license plates that are from out of state and just always call it out if we see them. We try to beat each other, uh, which usually beats me because, you know, I'm trying to pay more attention to the road than the cars. But uh, another thing we do is we read the license plates. So, you know, there's three letters or whatever on the license plate and we'll just try to put together words. And sometimes they're funny. And sometimes you're like just giggling about a silly license plate. I don't know. I just I love that that silliness that we have there. She is a soprano and I'm an alto and we just love to sing together and we try to find songs that we both know and just duet them. And the actually the funnest is when it's a newer song for us. So we have our certain like, there's like five or six that we have now that we love to just sing together and we do almost every week, at least a couple of them. Uh, when we find a new one, it's just funny because we're bad at it, right? We don't know all the words and we don't know when to come in and Uh, We just have fun with it, and it's pretty great. Uh, Between her violin lesson and orchestra, it's at the senior center, and there's this little tiny block in the center of all of the buildings that we walk around, and there's some statues and flowers when the weather's nice, and we just make sure we have time to go for our little walk, and depending on the weather, it's just a little brief walk together, but something that's become part of our routine and part of our memories together, and I don't know. I just, I have loved the opportunity to drive my kids around to their things. And even with Carmen, like driving her to OT, we would jam to certain music. And I don't know. I love that. So keeping your eye on those good things as they get bigger and not feeling so scared about them getting older and And I know that there's so much more to come and each of my kids are different in their personalities and Sylvia is an awesome, awesome kid and tween, almost teenager, Um, and that each of my kids are so different that I don't know what's to come, but I am trying to also see the good along with that hard and I think you can do that no matter what stage you're at. But another thing that uh, we did kind of randomly last week is I took the girls to the Twins playoff game, their last game of the season because they lost it and they they were done. But tickets were pretty cheap because they – anyway, it doesn't matter why. I was like last minute, my husband was like, just take them. He couldn't go, but he's like, just take them. And number one, there is something empowering about doing some of those random things with the kids that are not in your complete comfort zone. It just feels – like awesome to be like yeah I'm gonna buy twins tickets and I'm gonna get us on the train and we're gonna go down to the cities and we're gonna go to Target Field and we're gonna watch some baseball and it's just so fun oh man we had a blast and yes there were moments where my tweens were like this is boring but my sister-in-law met us there who is like a sister to me very awesome and auntie to my girls and oh my gosh we just created such cool memories 
but it was a late game. And I don't think I would have done that if my kids were smaller. Like they're independent and they could carry their own food up the stairs. You know, it's just, it's so much easier. We don't have to worry as much about like, I don't know, just the chaos when they're little, right? And so just beautiful things that you can look forward to as you're getting into those next seasons when your kids are growing. Okay, my last mom thought of the day is that I'm so sick of being the maid. Can anybody else just hear me on this? (laughs) I feel like I've tried so many things that I am doing the best I can to be kind to my family and serve them and also not scream at them because I'm so sick of picking up after them. Thank you to my friends who listen to me vent. Thank you to you for hearing me because I know I'm not the only one out there that feels like the maid so often. And it's not that my family doesn't do anything to help. They do. But for the love, if I quit picking up their things around this house, we would be living in a garbage pit. That's just the way I feel. I don't think it would take long for them to recognize how gross our house would get if I would quit doing things like sweeping the floors constantly or picking up their crap and their dirty clothes and putting it in the laundry room. And I know at some point they just have to do it and I just have to let them do it. But also I get so overstimulated when my house is just a disaster. So if you don't have the right balance going on and you feel like a maid, preach. I feel you, sister. I'm doing like the Katniss Everdeen, like hand up in the air to you. I see you. I'm not, that's it. I don't have any advice (laughs) on that regard. I just needed to say some raw mom thoughts today. And those are my thoughts as of this week. So there they are for you. You're doing a great job, mama. You are an awesome mom. Also know, please know, you are worth saying no to things, you are worth taking the small moments to do stuff for yourself. You are worth loving yourself, treating yourself as you would your best friend, okay? So if you need to say no to picking up after your kids for the day, (laughs) for the week, I don't know, then do it. If you need to say no to... A night out with your friends so you can be with your family if you need to say no to activities one night. If you need to say no to candy, if you need to indulge in candy, you are worth it. (laughs) You're a great mom. I hope you have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.